Now's your chance to get caught up on all that's happening in technology around Akron and the rest of the world. It's This Week in Tech with Gene Destro, driven by your Northern Ohio Honda dealers. Life is better with a Honda. Visit your local Northern Ohio Honda dealer today or online at northernohiohondadealers.com. Now, here's Gene Destro. This week, with summer vacation over and everybody back to school by now, we thought it would be a good time to look at technology and education. We have stories ranging from a proposed law requiring employers to provide on-the-job training for employees whose jobs are threatened by new technology to new ways of training employees with technology. We'll also learn about some novel new ways to use video, virtual reality, and even holograms in the classroom. All this and more coming up. In Washington, Democratic Ohio Senator Sherrod Brown has introduced some new legislation designed to help workers who are affected by new technology in the workplace. We know what's happened to workers with globalization. We also know far too many companies think about workers as a cost to be minimized as they bring in more technology and put people out of work. And our legislation is pretty simple. It says that companies that automate, which is fine that they do, but when they make workers obsolete or want to lay off workers, that they give 180 days notice to those workers so that they can be retrained to deal with the new technology, or if those workers will be laid off, they give six months notice to those workers who are going to lose jobs. And not only are employees being trained to use new technology, they're also being trained with new technology. I'm Brian Cooley from CNET in search of the next big thing. A new micro trend in business is virtual reality training that gives managers experience dealing with employees who aren't real but are very realistic in the VR headset. Tricky scenarios like firings, reprimands, even hiring interviews can be simulated. And depending on what you say and do as the manager, that realistic person across the virtual desk will react in real time and you have to adapt. What results is a non-destructive way to learn these situations. VR companies argue it allows managers to learn without having to practice on real people's careers. On the other hand, it's hard to imagine a VR simulation that can encompass the range of interactions possible. But expect more of this sort of training as business seeks to digitize and measure everything, even how its people deal with each other. Know what's next at CNET. professors at Kent State University just got a $1.48 million grant from the National Science Foundation to use a novel kind of video technology to train future teachers. Associate math professor Carl Costco tells us how it works. The purpose of the grant is to explore the use of 360 video in training future teachers. And we'll be doing that with what we call single perspective, where you're just using one camera, and also multi-perspective, where you have several 360 cameras linked around the classroom so you can move from one point to the other. What is 360 video and how do you view it? It's like standard video, except that instead of looking at just one point wherever the camera is focused, it records everything in a spherical direction. So 
If you're watching it on a laptop or a smartphone, you can move the screen to your left or to your right. You can look up at the ceiling tiles in the classroom. You can look down at the floor. You can look in any direction around you as if you're actually there. So is it kind of like when you're on Google Earth and you're looking at a picture of an address and you can use your mouse and you can kind of go around and see what else is on the street? Is it like that? That's a great analogy. Those are actually 360 photos that Google takes. So 360 video is like that, but with video. The additional uh, aspect with uh, 360 video, and you can do this with 360 photos too, is not only can you look at that on your smartphone or a laptop screen, but you can also use virtual reality headsets to put on your head and you actually look in that way. So instead of using your finger or a mouse to click, you can literally just turn your head in the direction you want to look. So why is it that you want to use this for teacher training? What kind of benefit will teachers or future teachers at least get from using this as opposed to, let's say, just going and student teaching somewhere? Well, real world experience, uh, you can never substitute. So at Kent State, our students have lots and lots of field hours, probably three times the average of what most teachers get in the state. But we still use videos. One of the benefits of videos of any sort is that it's a shared experience. You can't fit a class of 30 future teachers in, in a classroom without being disruptive. So having that same recording of what's happening allows you to have the same sort of conversations across your classroom. And with 360 video, there's the added bonus that be, by being able to look in any direction, you're able to notice a lot more of what's happening in the classroom. And so you're really helping to train those future teachers more efficiently so that when they do get that field experience, they're much more effective. Let's say that you have this 360 camera in a classroom. What kinds of things are you going to be filming that will aid in your instruction of the teachers? Will it be just your average school day or special classes or how's that going to work? Our opinion is if we're going to show recordings of classroom practice, we want our students to see evidence of good practice. Because if you show people evidence of bad practice, they start repeating that bad practice. If you show them evidence of good practice, they start re repeating that good practice. Our focus is going to be on really getting video of students engaging in different types of mathematics. And the benefit there is that it allows, especially with 360 video, it allows our teachers to see a lot of different ways that students are engaging in the content. So they see a lot of student thinking in a very short amount of time. And they can re-watch those videos to really improve their sophistication. This type of technology is actually used in a lot of different professions. So for example, there's uh, insurance companies are using this type of technology to train home inspectors so they get months of experience to inspect a house rather than going physically to every single house and taking up all that time. In a similar manner, we're going to give our future teachers all of these different classroom experiences that they can get in a pretty succinct amount of time before they have to step foot in the actual classroom. I see. Now, is this something new in terms of it being used for this particular type of teaching? Yes, it's definitely very novel. I am aware of only a, a handful of other times it's been used. There isn't really any research on it that we're kind of pioneering in that respect. And it's actually pretty new in a lot of different fields. In terms of the kinds of things that you're trying to teach, would that be how to interact best with students or is it say different techniques in getting across math problems we are trying to train our future teachers in something called situation awareness or teacher noticing is another term for that 
Uh, and situation awareness, this is something that describes a lot of professional training. It was actually born out of training fighter pilots. And we needed to know where people were looking and the the better pilots, where are they looking and what should we emphasize they should focus on. In a similar manner, we're doing that with teachers. So in that classroom, if you can look any direction, where are the most efficient and effective teachers looking? What students are they paying attention to most? And which ones are they deciding not to spend a lot of time looking at? And we've actually, in our pilot, we've, we've seen some differences there. So there's, there's definitely a lot of potential. So when people are looking at these videos, are they wearing those virtual reality headsets? Yes, sometimes they are. Sometimes they're watching a flat screen. Some of it depends on how you want to present the assignment. And in my course, I typically try to scaffold the experience so they first start out with a flat screen. They get a sense of how to use 360 video because many of them have never watched a 360 video. But by the end of the course, they are very familiar with it. They've watched several versions of classroom practice and they've used both the flat screen, they've used the kind of cheap Google Cardboard equivalents, and they've used better Oculus type headsets as well. Meanwhile, at a university a half a world away, another professor is using technology in an even more unusual way. Chris Schuler teaches at the University of Hawaii at Manoa. Last week, he also taught at the American Samoa Community College simultaneously. Actually, he appeared in American Samoa as a three-dimensional hologram. The Honolulu Star Advertiser reports that his lecture on water contamination in American Samoa is the first use of what the community college calls a hollow campus. The project is possible thanks to a nearly 10,000-mile undersea cable installed last year from American Samoa to Hawaii. Bud Mishkin, CBS News. And that's it for now. See you next week. That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Driven by your Northern Ohio Honda dealers. Life is better with a Honda. Visit your local Northern Ohio Honda dealer today or online at northernohiohondadealers.com. Tune in next week for more tech news and listen online at wakr.net.